sing glory! Today we are sitting down with Lindsay Berman, property manager, dog mom to Peggy the Papillon, and the behind the scenes lady at Dark Horse Organic. There are fundamental things that bind us and to this earth. Our physical vessel and the food we consume to nourish it being two of them. And yet, so many of us have had or do have a very distorted relationship with the two. Some make the argument that this warring on ourselves is more so prevalent in the West, where it's nothing but a manifestation of privilege. And yet, that begs the question, why must a state of privilege where food and water and all that is necessary to live comfortably and deservedly so fosters an inward turmoil where we start viewing the tools we have been given as unworthy, not enough, or something that will harm our being in some way. Lindsay addresses the ill-fitting human we've all seen staring back at us in the mirror, and the fear, stress, or shame surrounding said human's plate. And then we start to discuss the things she's interested in, how she invests and expands out into the world around her. And you realize that you're listening to someone who is making peace. Finding that and letting go, she found herself. And that's not something you can find in a mirror, on a scale, or on a plate. We're born into a state of abundance. And through a well-cultivated, if not entirely intentional, capitalist culture and prescribed way of living, we are made to feel otherwise. It can't be taken, but it's ours to give. This is Ancient Wisdom, Modern Times with Lindsay Berman. A quick heads up, we're dealing with an overseas conversation here, so the audio may reflect this. Coming to you from California and Amsterdam, the Netherlands. I was very, very shy as a kid. I had a, I have a brother. He is very loud, and I always felt like I had to kind of compensate being the younger child and be like a good girl kind of thing. And then once I moved out of my family unit in my, like from 18 to early 20s, I tried to break that and I didn't really break it until 30 or so. And I did hair for a living. I was a hairstylist for like six years and that really helped me um, kind of find my own voice. In what ways did styling hair and being in that industry, how did that help you? kind of hone your own voice? Well, you're really forced to immediately have a connection with someone. Like you'll have a new client and immediately you have to find something that connects the two of you. Even if it's someone that's you, you never would think you would connect with. There's always, there's always something you could find in a person to connect on. That's what I learned from that. And when someone sits in your chair, they're really trusting you with your opinion. Um, so that really gives you confidence in yourself to give your opinion and it kind of just transforms into other parts of your life. How would you describe yourself now? I'm still more on the quiet side, but that's just more so because I'm to watch everything. Um, but I definitely have my own voice and I kind of feel that you should use your words wisely. I'm not really someone to just fill the space with noise. I reached out after mm -hmm. reading about your ideal food pyramid, and I'm just going to quote something here, because I find that it's something we should all hear more of until it just becomes this ingrained universal mindset. 
Um, I love when you wrote, I'm saying to you that food is supplemental. I'm saying that loving your food before you allow it to enter your body will allow it to love you more. I'm saying to stay in the positive and always allow and always follow your gut. I'm telling you that if you were struggling, I did too for so long. And I'm here to talk if you want a safe zone. So now that we're talking, um, I, I I have an inkling of what your current day job is, but I'm not really sure. You're this elusive Instagram gothic knack for design and, you know, pickled mustard seeds. And I just like, I'd love to know what your actual day-to-day looks like. Okay. I have a really strange, flexible day, kind of not at the same time. I go with the flow. I have one of my jobs is I'm a property manager. So if you rent a building, I'm the person you call when your sink isn't working. I'm the one who collects your rent. And then my other job is my boyfriend and is Chef Greg Arnold of Dark Horse Organic. And I also do his bookkeeping. I kind of facilitate whatever he wants, whatever his creative mind wants, I will help him make it happen. So half of my day is doing the properties and the other half is with him, whether we're shipping orders or labeling or creating content. So it's kind of a mixture of a lot of different things. You wear numerous hats. So there you go. Um, And touching back on your struggles with diet and through loving like what you put in your body only then it will love you back why did you feel that you weren't worthy of this I think a lot in our culture especially being women we have really high standards and even like our moms don't realize that they're putting this on us yeah by being on so many various diets, we're taught that we're really only valuable if we're pretty and if we're thin, and I felt that growing up. And I've been on many, many diets, and for about five years, I was a high raw, low fat fruitarian. So I've been there where I felt like I was doing everything, you know, I followed medical medium or other times I didn't follow it and I did my own thing, but it was so high raw, so many carbs. And really I wasn't listening to my body. I was just following diets and I'm not, I, in my opinion, I don't think that's the way to go because our needs for our body, our needs for our body are always changing and my body is not the, the way it was when I was a fruitarian. I think it's a great detox diet. I don't think you should be detoxing for six years. And I also don't think that being, that being really thin and being bloated, it just doesn't make sense to me. So I definitely listen to my body, to what it needs. And if I want something that back then I viewed as a bad food, I have it and I enjoy it. And let me tell you, like, I don't bloat up because I'm, I'm enjoying the food and I'm telling my body, like, this food is good for you, your body, trust your body. And if you trust your body, you're not going to get bloated. But when you drink 20 juices in one day, you're going to be bloated unless your body is telling you, Hey, I'm really dehydrated. I need 20 juices, but it's not, I basically what I'm getting at is 
a book or a person shouldn't tell you what to put in your body. You shouldn't have your body tell you what to put inside of it. And, and comparing your diet versus other people's diets, it's just, it's never going to work. To me, it should be fun. It should be nurturing, but also something you enjoy. It shouldn't just be like, oh, God, another banana or whatever it may be. And I've seen your tinctures and powders game. And I know that you mentioned you're helping Greg with his stomach and gut issues. And you shared a lot of what his and your day looked like recently on Cat Beauty Stories. And I'd love to hear a little bit more on what these protocols look like. Because as you mentioned, there's just so much noise around wellness and health. And there's just such predominant gut and stomach issues these days. But where's the, there's, it has to stay fun even though it can be a very scary space, but I don't find that there's enough of what we can actually do. It's more of restriction rather than operating from abundance. I mean, it always goes, it's always changing, but for me right now, every morning I'm on avocado. Like, that's just the way, the way I am right now. I'm just craving a lot of fat after so many years of um, being scared of fat. I feel like that's that's what I'm drawn to. Um, I love all the, the Lacal Living Nut Butters. Those are great. Um, I love Elemental Wisdom has this metamorphosis powder. So in the afternoon, when my brain gets a little bit foggy, I'll maybe make an elixir with that and some blue-green algae. But uh, um, snacks, usually it's avocado nut butters sometimes i'll even have pretzels in the nut butter we have a rice cooker there's always rice in there rice with pickles anything really fermented sauerkraut um greg makes a really awesome pickled carrot that i have to have in my rice um Mm. pickled mustard seeds but when it comes to snacks i mean it's usually i like making elixirs like I'll make oh, like a yeah. cacao elixir, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not so much into snack, but yeah, yeah, avocado in the morning, tons of rice, tons of nut butters, chocolate, even ice cream. I'm super into <laughs> during the summer, um, the coconut cold. Oh my uh, gosh. Gelatos yes. are so delicious. They're crazy. I highly recommend it. It's like, so it's cut. I mean, it's expensive, but it feels it feels really good just to have a little bit. bit and you don't feel like I don't know. I don't eat. I don't really eat any dairy or anything like that. So definitely enjoy that. It's super decadent. And with regards to you know stomach issues or healing the gut, uh-huh. balancing microbiome. Do you have any any things that you followed? when you were healing? Um, I do think that everyone talks about celery juice. I do think that is healing. But I also think that any green juice, even cucumber, if you're not that into, into celery, I think a nice juice in the morning is a great way to get your stomach awakened. And then, um, and then coconut water is really soothing and aloe. And I, I know peop, a lot of people are scared of pickles, and they say it upsets their stomachs. 
But I think it's more so that they're being, at least I know some of these protocols for stomachs, they say stay away from kombucha and fermented vegetables, but that's probably like 20 to 30% of my diet. And I think it, it really supports your gut. So I think stepping away and trying, just trial and error, trying, trying some fermented things and seeing how you feel. But even just like a tablespoon and a meal can be helpful. I'm just, you know, keeping track of that. And I recently heard um, that with people when they they do start eating foods more within this realm, um, fermented foods, it's they start complaining about, oh, I get bloated, but it, it may also just be that transitional period where it's, it's like there's so much that's built up in the colon. It's just kicking all of that up, and it's just detoxing and eliminating that. I, I agree, and I think also like how we were talking about the energy that you put into your food. Yeah. Like if you if you sit down to a meal, you're like, this is gonna hurt me. It will absolutely hurt you. Like yesterday, we were on our way to an event, a, a dinner event that we did, and we didn't really have time. We didn't prep food, and I had a plate of French fries, and that's not something I eat all the time. But if I sat down and I was dreading eating that, it wouldn't have went down. But, but I sat down and I was like, oh, what a treat. Thank whatever you want to thank God or your body or the universe. You sit down and you say thank you and you enjoy it. Enjoy each bite slowly. Your book will be happy. And I think that people really are focusing more on the food versus their body. And if you just sat down and took an extra five, ten minutes to make it more like a, even if you're not spiritual, but take some time to try and make it into a nurturing event as opposed to this, we make food our enemy. It shouldn't, shouldn't be our enemy if it nourishes us. And beyond the play, it, what you're saying, the intention, the energy, like what the people you're sharing it with as well, it's like these experiences, yeah. like we come together over nourishing ourselves and who you're sharing that with. Definitely. Definitely. And I know a lot of people, I've had some friends who had issues with eating, and definitely when you get together and have a conversation over food, it's or what if you're with people when you eat, a lot of the time it takes the focus off the food that you're able to relax before you, before you take it in, so it just eases into the body. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And would you say you're comfortable with where you are now in your relationship with food? Def definitely. I think I think that you have to go through a period of trials and trusting yourself that it's not going to harm you. And I think I was going through that before I met Greg. But when we moved in together, I have to say that when you have a chef in your home and he's making all these foods that you used to be so scared of and you take a moment to say you know what thank god or universe whatever you want to say that he's here and we're enjoying each other and he's making this beautiful food and i'm gonna enjoy it and when he when he i mean he still makes dinner almost every night and i haven't gained i mean maybe i go up and down like every other woman but I haven't gained one pound because you you 
say thank you and you enjoy it and you sit with your partner and you stop eating when you're full or you get more if you're still hungry. You know what I mean? So I, I think I just, I accepted the situation for what it was. And I think that whether you, you have a chef in your home or someone else's quiver's cooking, you're cooking, you just have to accept. 99% of the time, it will be grateful for you, in my opinion, or my experience. Yeah, if you have Greg Arnold of Dark Horse Organics, who is cooking you dinner every night, I mean, sooner or later, you're you're going to be like, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm good with this. This is This is the perfect situation. He makes the dinners. I make the juices in the morning, and we have a thing for popcorn. So, and yeah, he does all the dinners. I do juice, popcorn, and the rice, and take care of um, our dog and cat. So I think it's, I definitely have the easier side of it. <laughs> now that I think this is so important, because once you are, you know, you, you've expanded from what's just on your plate and fretting over that, it's like, okay, there's a whole world out there. Like, there's so much available to me. What, I'm going to go out and just um, and just live it. And it's, it's you've nourished yourself now that you have this fuel. i love to know what, you know, your hobbies are. What are you interested in? What do you love to do? What do I love to do? That's a great question. I really enjoy stuff like what we're doing, just talking with friends, hanging out with friends. I really enjoy music a lot. Um, both Greg and I play bass. He plays it a lot better than me. Um, I like going to see music. I really enjoy taking Peggy out for walks. Um, I like being outside, that kind of thing. I like playing around on Photoshop, making weird photos <laughs> yeah I love like yeah. how do you connect to that intuition side of things and your instinct has that strengthened over the years with regards to your journey of killing yeah I think the biggest thing I, I, I see this with people who aren't ready there just has to be something in your head that just surrenders if you don't surrender to understand that your body is always going to have your back it's just not going to happen because I, I I see people and they're struggling and they're doing the same things and taking the same juice and they have the same energy and they want to heal so badly but you're not you literally are not going to heal until the moment that you just understand that you are the source of the healing and that your body is never going to steer you wrong and your body isn't going to, your body doesn't want you to be too thin and your body doesn't want you to be too fat. So at the end of the day, it'll always, you're not going to gain weight. Like you're not going to, you're not going to be too thin because your body will always show you what's right. So I think there's really, I feel like until you get to the point to, to just going with it, you're always going to be seeking out another diet. And then when we, you know, when we finally start trusting that intuition, it starts inviting a lot more into our lives. And, you know, you're operating from just a genuine place. You're showing up as yourself. And in what ways these avenues opened up for you? 
you're not always thinking about the consequence of your action because you have faith in your actions. I think that's the biggest thing. If you have faith in who you are and your, your choices, it's not going to steer you wrong. With where you are right now, what is... Yeah, scaring you. What is your next step that you want to take? Or there's something challenging you that you know that you want to address? For me, it's always about, because I'm always in the role of being supportive. Like, I'm super, I'm super supportive of my family and my friends and of Greg. I'm really taking a place in my life where I want to be more confident in standing alone. So that's something I'm working on. And then I also, this is kind of side note, but I I don't know if you know Skillshare. I yeah. signed up for that. And I'm just kind of like enjoying little classes like drawing or things that I'm not, or learning, trying to learn Spanish, like things that are super uncomfortable, but trying trying them for fun. I already kind of see you as, as a, a brand. Would that ever be anything you'd be interested in doing? I don't think so because I'm already Cardi deep in the dark horse brand. So I think if anything, it would just be adding to it, maybe adding into more of the beauty, beauty skincare side of dark horse. But I don't think I would oh want to do that again. <laughs> yeah. So we kind of, I think eventually we'll dive into that later. But we're kind of just focusing on what we have now, and a couple products we're gonna have come out in the fall and winter. You can't speak to these products yet, can you? There's one that we're most likely going to put out, which we spike all the products with, which is an Ormus. So I don't want to talk about it too much, but that's something that I'm super excited about. This is Lindsay Guts and Glory signing off. Thanks again. This was Ancient Wisdom, Modern Times with Lindsay Berman. Refer to the show notes to further get to know our guest. Share your thoughts and show us some love by subscribing or get in touch to be featured on the podcast. Released every other Monday. Thanks for lending us an ear. Passing on the mic.